Hi there. Welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast for newer business owners who are navigating the early years of entrepreneurship. I know how overwhelming those first few years in business can be, but you don't have to do it alone. I'll be bringing you the tips, resources, and encouragement you need to get organized in your business and finally make this your full-time job. We'll laugh, we'll cry, but we'll be in it together the entire time. All right, friends, let's do this thing. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask Abby podcast with Abby Valletta. That's me. Today, we're going to be talking about a major question that I get from new and newer entrepreneurs who are just kind of getting started in their business. And the big question is, how do I get started? Where do I get started? I've decided that I want to go into business. I've decided what I want to do, but how do I actually go ahead and get started? And the reason that I think that this is such a common question is because there's really no guidebook. There's really no rules on exactly what steps to take to actually start a business. Like, how do you even call yourself a business? How do you just determine that what you're running is a business and not just, you know, going and babysitting for someone and taking money? Where, how do we actually get started and set this up as a business? And It can be really, really overwhelming when you're starting out and there's all this new stuff, all these things that you have to do, and it's all brand new to you. It's all new to navigate. There's no rule book. There's no handbook. There's nowhere to figure out all the answers. So we start to worry, okay, well... How do I register, right? I must need to let the state know that I'm a business. How do I register? How is that going to work? How do I pay taxes? How is that going to work? What about sales tax? How, how do I figure out sales tax? And what about making a logo, making a sign, getting business cards, creating a website? Okay, and then there's actually selling what I'm selling, the product. And social media, should I make an Instagram? Should I be on Facebook? Should I be on Pinterest? Where do I get started on all of this? And for most people deciding to step into entrepreneurship and deciding to go off on their own and fuck the nine to five life, I'm going to work for myself. I'm going to create my own schedule. We have all this big vision and we step into a business, which is super exciting. We're feeling super excited about it, but immediately we're met with overwhelm. We're met with so many tasks. So much new stuff that we don't know how to navigate. So many questions that we don't have the answers for and that we don't even know who to go to for the answers to. You know, if you're lucky, you might hire a lawyer or an accountant right away. But even so, a lot of newer entrepreneurs right out the gate don't have anyone in their corner to really lead them in the right way and push them along that path and navigate those early, early years of entrepreneurship. So that's where me and my community come in. 
And where I see the biggest disconnect for most people is that they have no idea how to manage tasks and they have no idea how to manage their energy in order to start checking off those tasks. So we grow up in this world where, you know, we go to school and we learn things and we learn what is right and what is wrong and we take tests. And those tests tell us what is right and what is wrong. And we continue to go to school and we see, okay, well, what am I good at? What am I doing right? And that's going to lead me to the right college, going to lead me to the right degree, the right field for me, and potentially the right job and all the right things in my life. There's this very clear cut path. And then you get a job and your boss gives you work. And when you finish that work, your boss gives you the next work. And then when they finish that, you get you the next work. And there's these stepping stones. But when we enter into our own businesses, it's totally different. There's no teachers. There's no parents. There's no mentors. There's no one to tell you how you're doing or give you feedback. And there's no management of your tasks and your energy. There's a huge list of things that need to get done. There's big, long-range goals. There's shorter-term goals. There's things that need to happen before we can even start working towards those goals, right? There's no breakdown. We're used to our teachers breaking down our semester. We're used to our employers breaking down the project, giving us the bits of work at a time. And suddenly, we are overtaken by how much there is to do in business and What I see happen with so many of you is you can't even figure out how to put one foot in front of the other and start taking those baby steps because this laundry list is just too overwhelming. This greater picture, this bigger vision is too overwhelming that you don't even know how to get started. So if this sounds like you, buckle up. We're about to get into it and really figure out how to start breaking down your tasks and how to to sort through this overwhelm and start moving the needle forward in your business. So what I see happen with so, so many people is this analysis paralysis. There's so much to get done that you freeze. You don't even know what to do. It's so overwhelming. And I, I I have had this experience so many times in my life. And actually, I have a really funny story, which is a total side tangent, but I'm going to tell it because it was really, really funny. So like five or six years ago, I moved from Philly to New Haven, Connecticut, Philadelphia to New Haven, Connecticut. And my parents helped me with the move. We went down to Philly. We got a moving truck. We packed this truck up with stuff and bring it back to my parents' house in Connecticut before moving into my apartment the next day. So the next morning we're about to head out to this new apartment and I wanted to throw one more box in the truck. So I'm like, dad, just throw this box in the truck. He opens up the truck. He tosses this one last box in that had been at their house. And we drive down to New Haven to my new apartment. So we get to the apartment, we open the truck and immediately there's like a poof of like smoke right? It's, it's like this poof of, I'm like, what the, what is this? So we start looking around. We're like, what? There's it's just like dust everywhere. 
And I realized I had a little apartment fire extinguisher, one of those little ones, in the truck, in the absolute last box, with the nozzle facing inward. And what had happened was when we threw that last box in, we triggered the um, fire extinguisher and it blasted off that dust into the entire truck. So me and my mom and dad are looking at the back of this truck like, like, what do you even do? Everything is coated in this. I don't know if you've ever seen it. This like dust. There's just thin, thin, fine dust. And me and my mom are like, all right, well, well, let's get started, right? We might as well start taking stuff out and brushing it off and moving it. My roommate is moving her stuff in with her family. And I'm like, have not started at all. And my dad cannot process. He absolutely freezes. He, he's, he keeps saying, he's like, don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. And he keeps saying, it's, it's a mess. He goes, it's a fucking mess. What are we going to do? And me and my mom are like, well, yeah, yeah, it's a mess. But like, we can't just stare at it. He's in full analysis paralysis. And this is exactly what I watch all of you do in your businesses. It's so overwhelming. It suddenly becomes so overwhelming that you can't even take those small steps. You can't even start unloading the truck and, you know, brushing the stuff off and bringing it in. It, It seems safer your brain immediately feels like it's safer to just freeze and not do anything. I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. It's too much. It's too overwhelming. So after my, to fill you in on the rest of the story, after my dad had his freak out, we did eventually start pulling things out and dusting them off and just one by one breaking down the box and, you know, the truck until everything was cleaned off and inside. And yes, I found that dust on my stuff for years afterwards. But this is a beautiful example of what happens when we hit this analysis paralysis. And this is one of two things that I see happen with people. You either stop, hit that that paralysis, and you don't do anything. You have no idea what's most important. You have no idea what's actually going to move the needle. You have no idea what's the right thing to be doing or focusing on. So you don't do anything. Or you attempt to start doing things, but you start prioritizing all of the wrong things. And I see this happen with people who start businesses all the time. They're like, okay, I know. I'll get my Instagram set up and I'll start posting and I'll make that all look beautiful. And I'll create this website and I'll make sure that everything I'm doing is on the website. And ooh, a podcast sounds great. Oh, and uh, um a logo. I need a logo. So I'm going to hire someone to do a logo and then I'm going to order business cards and I'm going to get a photo shoot done for my website. Right. You see where this is going. And they're the, it's busy work. They're obsessing over busy work. And what ends up happening is two or three months into business, they've been spending all their time and all their energy on this business work, but the not business work on this busy work but the needle hasn't actually moved in their business at all because they're not focusing on anything that actually makes them money. They're stuck in this paralysis and they feel like, oh, I know what businesses have a website. Oh, I know what businesses have business cards. Oh, right? Like, These things seem logical. I see why we do it. I did this in the beginning because it seems like the logical next step. But then what actually happens is you've now spent 
hundreds on photos and a website and uh, business cards and you haven't made a dime because you're holding back from doing the, the thing that you actually need to be doing, which is putting yourself out there, which is sales, which is talking about your offering, which is talking about what you do, talking about your business. And that's so scary for most of us who've spent our lives being, you know, being told and believing that what we have to say doesn't matter, that we should be quiet. We should play it safe. We should play by the rules. We don't want to upset anybody. We don't want to shake things up too much. We don't want to be different. Oh, God forbid. We just want to keep our head down and fit in with the crowd. And so it's really hard for us to overcome this limiting belief and put ourselves out there. And so what I see happen for a lot of entrepreneurs who are in this place, they're getting thrown into their gremlins. They've spent months working, months creating on Canva, taking hours creating, but they don't have anything to show for it. And you start to wonder, is this a viable option? Is this a viable career for me? Am I ever going to be able to make money doing this? I can't do this. Everybody was right. This is too hard. Maybe I should get a job. Maybe I should throw in the towel. I'm not enough for this. And they look at other entrepreneurs, the ones who are making it, the ones who are succeeding, the ones who are out there putting themselves out there every single day. And they say, I must not have what it takes. She must have something that I don't have. She must know something that I don't know. Or my personal favorite, she must come from money. I bet her parents give her money. I bet her husband is rich. That must be how she made it. She must not need the money. She must be something that I don't have. And maybe I need to take more trainings. Maybe I need to learn more. Maybe I need to get another certification and then I'll be ready. The amount of friends and clients who I come, have come to me who keep telling me about these great business ideas, but it's not ready yet. Oh, the website's not ready yet. The cars aren't ready yet. It's just, oh my God, it doesn't need to be ready. Put it out there. Put it out there. You can always buy the cards. You can always make the website. There will be time for that. You know, it's going to feel a lot better when you actually have done what you're doing a little bit and made a little bit of money when you go and make those purchases and make those you know, create that. There's no sense in spending your time and energy creating something that you don't even know is sellable yet. We're setting ourselves up. So many entrepreneurs are setting themselves up for burnout right out the gate. And the major difference between the people who are making it, who are succeeding in entrepreneurship, who are building successful business, and the people who aren't is that the people who are making it aren't afraid to take imperfect action. So I'm going to say that again. The people who make it, the business owners who make it in the long run and the ones who don't, the major difference is that they're not afraid of taking imperfect action. They're doing the fucking thing. They might not be doing it right. 
They might not be doing it 100% perfectly, but they're doing it. They're putting themselves out there. And it's one of the things that I see hold so many of you back is that you want it to be perfect. You want every post to perfectly encapsulate you and your mission and everything great about all of your offers. You want to put every single last detail from the sales page into that post. You want to make sure that when you go to educate someone on something that you're teaching on, that you get it 100% right, that you don't miss one thing. Because you're terrified that you could be wrong, that someone might call you out and say, you didn't get that quite right. You missed this other important thing. But it's the messy action that actually moves the needle in your business. Because I can tell you right now, the people that you are speaking to are not going to read every post. They're not going to listen to every story. They're not going to read every blog on your website. You are going to have 8,000 more chances to get it right. If you really do this business thing forever, you are going to have so many more chances to get it right, to educate on this again, to talk about this topic again. You don't need to get it right or perfect every single time. And a matter of fact, what you're doing in this effort to get it right and have it be ready and, you know, get it to be this perfect thing you envision it to be is you're holding yourself back from actually doing it, from actually making money from it and from any potential that you could succeed in the future. And so when we first start our businesses, if you're in early phases of your business, I want you to think about this and you're facing that overwhelm, that, that, just onslaught of decisions that have to be made and things you're supposed to know and having no clue where to even ask those kinds of questions and where to even get the answers to what what is the next step to take. I want you to check in and notice where are you getting wrapped up in doing it all perfectly. The website needs to be perfect. The, The logo needs to be absolutely perfect. And is that holding you back from doing the thing And just taking messy, imperfect action in the right direction. These like little baby steps towards this greater vision that you see. Now, I have a little kind of way to guide you on what does it actually look like to take messy action in your business? What does that imperfect action actually look like? And how do I, Abby, how do I figure out what is right for me? What is the right next action for me, right? That's that's what comes down to when we're asking this question. How do I get started? Is what is the next step? What is the right next step? And there is no answer to that because every this is going to look different for every single person. They're going to look different for every single one of you. There is no one right step. And so what I help my clients to do, both one-on-one and within the inner circle, 
is to figure out what is the right next step for you. What are your goals? What is your lifestyle? What is your vision for the bit this business? And what are the steps to get there? And then how can we prioritize? How can we figure out what I should actually be focusing on today, tomorrow, this week? You might have this great long-range plan for your business, but it doesn't help you if you don't know what to sit down and do this afternoon to start moving the needle in the right direction. And if you are constantly in this cycle of getting overwhelmed and then just giving up on it all, analysis paralysis, or obsessing and overworking, redoing your freaking logo, or spending hours and hours on Canva trying to get it right, If you're familiar with either of these paths, then you're going to want to listen up for this next bit because I have the three major steps that I'm going to break down for you to start taking messy and perfect action in your business. So the first step that you're going to take when you hit this point of overwhelm is you're going to stop and you're going to take a couple of breaths, right? You're going to stop what you're doing as soon as you notice the overwhelm creeping in. You're going to take a couple of deep breaths. You're going to notice, where do you feel this? Where are you feeling this in your body, this overwhelm? What does it feel like? How would you describe it? And how do you want to feel as your heart rate comes down, as your breath slows, as you start to calm down, how do you want to feel in your business? Do you want to feel confident? Do you want to feel empowered? Do you want to feel grounded? clear? How do you want to feel? And take a couple of breaths to really embody that feeling, really invite that feeling into your breath, into your body, feeling confident, feeling empowered, feeling grounded. As I breathe it in, I notice my shoulders relaxing. I notice my jaw relaxing. Mm, Yeah, I want to feel confident. I want to feel empowered. I want to feel clear in my message. And when you begin to notice that wherever you are noticing that feeling in your body, when you begin to notice it relax, For me, the overwhelm was very strongly in my chest and I'm noticing that subside, that tension. It's just opening up. It's relaxing. When you notice that start to relax, I want you to begin to come back to this present moment. I want you to invite you to come back to your business. Because the truth of the matter is, all of this isn't going to happen today. It's not. 
You're not going to build an entire business today. And my pro tip for you after being in business for coming on four to five years now is get used to pushing your to-do list off. Get used to it. There will always be things that are on your to-do list that get pushed back because there's more impressing things. And what we're going to start to allow ourselves to be in flow with is just focusing on those priority tasks and letting those things that get pushed back be okay. They have their time and place. They're coming. We're going to get to those. Rome was not built in a day. And your business is not going to be built overnight. And even once you get into business, there's always going to be evolution. It's always going to change and, and, and flex and pivot with your life. So all you need to focus on is what is the right next thing? What's the best step for you to take today? What is the most important thing that you need to get done on your list? And that's your first step, right? We're going to breathe. We're going to come back into our bodies. We're going to embody how we want to feel. We're going to embody that version of us next year, five years from now, 10 years from now. And then we're going to, with this clear mind, with this clear grounded energy, we're going to figure out what is the most important task that you need to focus on today. I'm going to tell you that for most of you listening, the most important thing you can do in your business today is make a sale, is make a sale. It's not order business cards. It's not spend 8,000 days making content for Instagram. It's making a sale. It's putting yourself out there. It's talking to people, talk to people. Talk to people about what you do. Everything else can wait. So what on your task is the most, on your task of to-do lists is most important for you to try to tackle today? Now that might be different things for every single one of you, right? Maybe nothing can happen until you register your LLC. I'll tell you one of the most important things for you early on in business is to have a way to take money, a payment processor, a Venmo. You could take paper checks. I don't care, but it's an organized way that your clients can pay you and putting yourself out there so that people can buy your products or offers. And there's a lot of ways that that can happen. And that's going to look different for each and every one of you. It's more than I can get into in a podcast. What can you prioritize on your list? I, you know, you, by the time this goes out, the inner circle will have already started for the fall 21 round, but currently I'm in a launch phase. I'm launching the fall round of the inner circle. And there's so many tasks that need to get done for the inner circle, right? There's, I need to make contracts to send out to the members. I need to set up invoices for them to go out. 
I need to set up the forum that we're going to work in. I need to make a welcome packet to go out, right? So all of these things have to happen by September 1st. I'm not, you know, they're not going anywhere. But I actually can't create the welcome packet until the forum is set up and I have the links done. And the forum isn't quite set up because there's this one other thing I've been meaning to do, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to navigate through this list to see like, what's the most important? What, what has to happen before the other tasks can happen? And let me start my energy there. Let me start there. So you're going to figure out what is the most important task or tasks on your list. And that's going to help you to start moving the needle forward until you know what is the most priority thing before any of the other things can happen. That is going to start moving the needle forward. And if you have no idea, if you're brand, brand new to business, then your always, always most important thing is going to be talking about what you do, getting clients, selling, 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 selling. I see so many people spend so much time avoiding selling by busy work. Oh, maybe if I change my Instagram bio eight times or keep creating new logos on Canva or get nicer pictures. It's like, no, none of that is the answer. You need to sell your products or your services. Two, the second task towards taking this messy and perfect action. Once we know what the priority tasks are, once we know what's the most important things that are the needle movers in your business, what do you have the energy for? What do you actually have the energy for? This is a huge one. And this is one I see so many people miss. And this is why so many entrepreneurs are in burnout. What do you actually have the energy for? If it is a beautiful sun shining day and it's gorgeous, it's perfect hiking weather. It doesn't really make sense for me to sit and do a task that I could like easily do in front of the television at like nine o'clock at night, right? There's time for me to get to that. But like my energy levels are up. I'm energized. So I'm going to go for a walk and go for a hike because it's nice out. And what I'll do to make that a productive time is I'll listen to um, one of the podcasts that need to go out. Like I'm going to review one of my podcasts. I'll listen to it while I'm on the walk. So I know like what edits have to happen, right? Matching your energy with your tasks. I call this energy matching. This is something I do with my one-on-one clients and we do it in the inner circle all the time. Energy matching. What do you actually have the energy for? Today I went to the gym. Okay. I went to the gym this morning and I was driving up. I was working from my car. I was answering all my boxers in the car. I was listening to some podcasts, actually getting, getting work done while I multitask, went to the gym. And then I got back. I had just had a coffee. I felt really energized. My hair is clean, just washed it. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to jump on and I'm going to record this podcast. I have daylight. The video quality is going to be good. I feel energized. I I feel energized about the topic I'm speaking on. So it wouldn't really make sense for me to take all this high energy that I'm, I'm working with this afternoon and go and sit and sort through my QuickBooks and get that up to date. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It would be a, it wouldn't be a good use of my energy. 
today would be a really good day for this recording podcast. It would be a great day for filming reels. You know, a great day to show up in my stories. And then like if today was a day that maybe you're not feeling very energized today, maybe you're feeling really tired. Maybe your kids kept you up all night last night and you're exhausted. You kind of have a headache. You didn't really drink enough water. You're dehydrated, right? You're just not, not in it to win it. Not our shining star moment. Then trying to tackle a task that requires an, an, a high energy demand doesn't make sense for you. It doesn't. Because what you're going to do is you're going to try to do that task. You're not going to really have the energy to see it through. So it's going to come out crappy. Then you're going to feel like shit about yourself. You're going to tell yourself you're not good enough. You did a bad job. You have to fix it. And you're going to spend 10 times longer doing the task and then fixing the task than you would have if you just accomplished that task on a different day. Okay. What do you have the energy for? Match your energy to your tasks. On days when I really don't have the energy, like I am not in it to win it, I'm going to sit on the couch, I'm going to pop the TV on, and I go through reels. I literally just watch reels and I look for good audios to use for my own reels. Or maybe I sit and update my QuickBooks, you know, I swipe and throw my transactions in. Or it would actually be a great day to sit down and wrap up the inner circle forum. Like what has to happen? Welcome packets don't go out till next week. So like that does have to happen, but I'm going to push it to the back burner because someone just signed up and an invoice has to go out tonight, right? So it's start to think about A, how can I prioritize the task? And B, what on the list do I actually have the energy for? And maybe tomorrow, one of those other tasks, my energy will be more fitting and start to flow with it. And then when you wake up on a day and you've got good energy, you tackle those tasks that you were not able to get to when your energy was low, when you had a low energy output. Okay. We, I cover this extensively in my signature course, the energy audit, um, which where we kind of go through like how to assess this for your own life. It has lots of workbooks and lots of exercises for you to really like start to break down your to-do list. So if you're struggling with energy management, with figuring out what to do next, I highly recommend that course. And actually I'm going to drop a little code for you that I have not dropped yet. But if you would like $50 off of that course, go ahead and check that out. The code is LAST CHANCE, all caps, LAST CHANCE. And you can get $50 off of my energy audit course. So if you're really, really struggling with that, that has been a really um, effective tool for my clients to kind of start um, breaking through this overwhelm and making steps like in the right direction towards the tasks. Okay. And then my third and final step for you towards taking action, towards moving the needle in your business is let it be messy. Once you know what tasks are a priority and you know where your energy level's at, like what tasks you actually can accomplish that are a priority, let it be messy, girl. Let it be messy. It does not need to be perfect. Okay. 
You're going to have so many more chances to talk about this topic. You're going to have so many more chances to perfect this topic and to make sure that it's everything that your clients need. This is not the only reel you're ever going to post. It's not the only post you're ever going to post. It's not the only workshop you're ever going to host. Okay. Let it be messy. See how it goes. Figure out what worked. Figure out what didn't work. And then refine, adjust, and try again. I had a business coach who always said, business is a third line process. A third line process. And she was right. For those of you who love human design, it's a third line process. And the third line in human design is all about experimenting. It's the experimenter. It's pivoting. It's fumbling through life. It's trial and error. It's learning what to do in life by making mistakes, by seeing what happened and what worked and then, and then adjusting accordingly. Business is a third line process and we are not used to this. We come from a schooling system and a family system and a, a working system that operates under, with no room for messy, with no room for messy. You go to school, you learn the right things. You take the test, you get the answers right. The more you get right, the better your grades are. The more right you are, the better chances you have of going to the right school, of getting the right degree. And then we get into a job and, you know, while there is some, some third lining, there is some experimenting, there is some trial and error, your, your boss is oftentimes naturally breaking up your tasks into smaller steps for you. You're working on one piece of the project. There's a whole team. And when you step into business, there is no team. There is, there is no team, baby. It's all you. And eventually, I'd love to see you get to the point where you're bringing on a team and you're hiring a team. I think that's very important. But in the early days, it is just you. And it can be very overwhelming and you are not alone. We are not prepared for this. Our, our experiences do not prepare us for this. So let it be messy. Let it be okay that you don't know what you're doing. Post it with the spelling errors. Post it with the grammar mistakes. Teach the workshop in the present moment. And if you realize you forgot some facts about that one thing you were talking about, you can include that in your next workshop. That can be something for when someone reaches out for more. It doesn't all have to be figured out right away. You don't have to know all of the answers right away. It's allowed to be messy. And I promise you, those people you look at that you think, oh, they, they know something that I don't. Oh, they have money that I don't. Oh, they have something, something that, that's outside of me. That's an excuse. That's what makes us feel better. It makes us feel better to tell ourselves, oh, she must just be rich. She's different from me. She doesn't need the money. Oh, she's different from me. She must have some sort of training. She must have some sort of business experience that I don't have. 
But what she's actually doing is taking action, letting it be messy, learning on the go. And when you start to take this messy action, you'll build the confidence Okay, you'll build the confidence to start taking those next steps and then taking those bigger steps and then start running towards that long range goal. But the biggest mistake that I see with people in the early, early years of entrepreneurship isn't that you don't have the right strategy. It isn't that you aren't good at social media. It isn't that no one wants your service or product. It's that you're not putting yourself out there. You're not taking action because you're so obsessed with getting it all right. This feels like your baby. You want it to to be beautiful. You want it to be perfect. And that's inadvertently what's holding you back from it being successful. Because imperfect action is better than no action at all. If you have any questions or if you are experiencing this or going through this, please reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know. And I want you to know that you are not alone. You are not alone. This is so, so common with people who are in your position and you are crushing it. So stop being so damn hard on yourself all the time. And put yourself out there. Do the scary thing and take the scary action. And you might not get it right 100%, but you could be moving the needle in the right direction for this bigger goal. All right, I love you guys. I probably could talk about this all day, but I think that that's all that I really have to say on it. If you have any questions, please, please reach out to me. Let me know where you're getting caught up with on this, if this was helpful, what you're struggling with, and let it be messy, okay? I am giving you permission that this is the first space in your life where you are not expected to be perfect all of the time. You're not going to be graded. You're not going to get year-end reviews. You are in the driver's seat. You are are the CEO. You are your boss. So let it be messy and give yourself the grace to figure it out as you go along. Because I promise you, I promise you that once you do, you're finally going to start to see the results that you're looking for. Okay. I love you. Please, please, please reach out to me on Instagram at Abby Valletta. If you have any questions or commentary. Um, If you're not watching the video uncut version, check the show notes to get the link for that. That's super, super fun. You get to see the real raw uncut Ask Abby podcast. Um, And if you're interested in the next round of the inner circle, the doors will not be opening until January. 
at least. But if you are interested in being part of a community where you can get support and get questions, you know, the answers to your question and get insights on what you're doing in your business and just have a community who's there to kind of push you and hold you accountable for taking that messy action, then add your name to the wait list. That's going to be, you know, information for that will be going out as the date gets closer. So go and throw your name on the wait list. It literally cannot hurt. And you will be the first to find out about what we're doing next year. All right. I love you all. Have a happy, happy day. And we will see you next time here on Ask Abby.